Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast. Podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events. With wedding and event consultant, Toby Dodge, author of The Other Side of the Aisle, and Eric Zimmerman, DJ, Master of Ceremonies, Pianist and Bandleader of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Viewpoints and Opinions, Event Designer Part 3, Wedding and Event Podcast Episode 48. Wedding planning is a group activity. Fortunately or unfortunately, everyone wants to help. (laughs) Well, let me say right here that help is a good thing and an important resource not to be squandered. In this episode, Toby relates a story of helping a mother and daughter come to agreement on the design of invitations. Mother and daughter each having strong opinions. What could go wrong? And now, please enjoy Viewpoints and Opinions, Event Designer Part 3, Wedding and Event Podcast Episode 48. I want to tell you a quick little story. I had a mother and daughter planning a wedding together. And each of them respected and loved each other very much. And they actually were very similar. They thought they worked, in other words, in personality. But they really were both very strong-willed, creative, sensitive, kind, Uh loving. I mean, anything you want to say. But they had a very strong core to them. And this wedding was to take place in a a lovely uh, five-star hotel in Beverly Hills. And... The mother had always hosted everything that the family had done. In other words, she she didn't rely on anybody hmm. previously uh, for designing anything. It was, you know, she knew what she wanted. But a wedding is a little different. And also her daughter uh, was in her late 20s. She had worked for several years. And so... She wanted, you know, to kind of put her stamp on it. Mm-hmm. And so it was the type of thing where she, meaning the mother, wanted to set some ground rules. Because she felt she wants her daughter to, to, to have a lot of what she wants. But there were certain things that she was going to find very hard to bend on. Because... After all, she and her husband were the hosts, and it was a reflection on them. And she was not timid. It, that's it, a very, very good point. About yeah. It, it is she a reflection. Not, yeah. She wasn't going to hold back mm-hmm. uh, on that. And fortunately, the stationer came to the house, and so did I to the mother of the bride's house. Mm -hmm. So we weren't in a store. Uh, The bride and the mother told the stationer the kind of things they both like. And we were all going to work it out. Now, I was not there as a designer. I was there as, as the planner. But I did have, let's say, the authority to give my opinion. In other words, uh, my opinion was welcome. Uh, I've been in situations when I'm the planner, and 
I don't volunteer unless somebody asks. But in this situation, I knew I could volunteer uh, opinions. Okay, so the mother wants very beautiful traditional crane invitations with a gold uh, edge to it, Mm -hmm. rounded, uh, you know, beautiful formal writing, and it was probably going to be a copper plate uh, printing, so it, it was the best you could have in a formal invitation. Mm-hmm. The bride loved the paper, but she wanted to have blossoms. In other words, something other than just very tailored look. Okay. As she had in her mind that they were going to have uh, cherry blossom trees that were going to be throughout the ballroom and they were going to have up lights and everything was going to be around. The, the cake was going to have these cherry blossom designs. So she wanted her invitations to go along with that. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, the mom said, absolutely not. I mean, no uncertain terms. Well, anyways, long story short, I knew that the stationer and I agreed that this was the bride's wedding. And it could be very lovely and stately and elegant, but contemporary. And that's what she really wanted. And so in order for them to agree, I had to agree with both of them, meaning I wanted us to honor the elegance that the mother was used to mm-hmm. and and told her and reinforced that with her, saying, acknowledging, I guess is the best way to say it, that she had produced so many beautiful, elegant events in the course you know, of her marriage, that it would be unusual not to expect the same from her. But because this is a unique situation, and it was almost like the baton is being passed to her daughter now, who she so graciously wanted to have a say, then it, it needs to reflect both, and that we could hopefully bridge that by having that elegant gold edge and rounded corners, Hmm. but to have maybe the cherry blossoms embossed on a corner, you know, of the invitation Mm -hmm. with just a hint of color. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and said, color you know, it was like oh my god and the stationer's eyes you know lit up with such you know gratitude because um she wanted she knew she would have to add color and she didn't want to be the only one to say it so without realizing it i had dropped the bomb <laughs> for her and so you know it was really three against one but the, the thing was, we tried to do it very gently. And 
finally, I mean, she really uh, accepted it because we chose the the envelope, the way, the sizing, the liner, you know, that the mother, you know, kind of, but that invitation reflected what the bride and frankly, the theme, you know, was because it was something she really did want to carry throughout, mm -hmm. meaning the bride really wanted to carry throughout the event. So if, if there were some tense moments, I'm not going to deny that it, it took a good two and a half hours uh -huh. to work through all of that. But wow. We got it done. You know, it, it, you know, it's interesting that um, when when that situation occurs, I always try to. Well, okay, so this person really has their idea, and then this person over here really has yeah. their idea, and what I try to do in front of the both of them yeah. is is fully acknowledge each of them separately. Now, I, I see that you're looking at this and. And this was something from your, your college days that you, you want this, this particular thing. And that you girls were out partying and there was this particular song that you guys really, really liked. And yeah, and, and yeah okay, I got that. And then here, you know, you're, you're choosing this, um, you know, this different look or this different sound or this different feel. And sure. that I can usually see how this person came to it. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and what, where did that come from or, or what, what are they trying, what's the effect that they're trying to create with this? And so it, it just acknowledge the, bo both of them. Yeah. Because they're, they're probably not acknowledging each other, which, which, so I, I do the acknowledging for them, you know, as like a, a, as a mediator. And then suddenly they both understand the other's position, or at least they, they, well, they maybe Maybe they have don't. a challenge, though, when they're trying to decide a first dance, when they both really have different feelings. Does that ever come up? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. And then you, but usually they are um, just wanting suggestions and they don't really have a, a, a strong, oh, strong really? feeling. Okay. However, when, when you get into, um, and, and again, I, I think it does come, come to, design and vision mm -hmm. and and then somebody might say um well yeah you know i i, I really like that uh, michael jackson song or something that that and and then somebody says and then the other person says you know i've heard so much michael jackson over the years and you know i, I would could, can we not do michael jackson you know or you're some some kind of thing like that and yeah. okay so so what do you suggest you know well there's this song by you know Somebody else, Bruno Mars, let's just say. Now, I find, personally... Oh, interesting. Now, personally... Yeah? I find that, I mean, Michael Jackson was definitely uh, very much himself. Oh, and absolutely. That, and that uh, Bruno Mars is very much himself. However, yeah. I find similarities between the, the two men. You know, Because they're both considered cool. Well that word yes or funky or or maybe you can you know black entertainers or um but but they're both um you know, re in a way I, I feel that bruno mars is taking over for michael jackson in that he's really? just carrying forward um a bit of, of the work of michael jackson uh, where, where, where michael jackson had quincy jones 
uh, band leader and arranger, and he produced all these amazing albums with with horns and with yes. you know all of these wonderful things. And the same thing with um, with Bruno is that he 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 really does. He Bruno Mars, by the way, is a drummer and a pianist. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and so he's very musical. He's very very musical. He plays a bunch of instruments, and so I I just think that. Um, you can find connections or, or relationships between styles and between designs as as long as you're looking at it from a high enough vantage point. Vantage point. I, I get another. In, in other words, in other words, you know, I, I think that I, I hate to bring up politics, but but uh, you know, uh, Republicans and Democrats. Let's just yeah. say, um, as long as they are happy people each each this guy is 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 what he believes in and this guy believes in what he believes in but they're both creative the more creative they are the more they'll come together on on the differences that they have they can agree on more things but you have a republican and a democrat who are who are all about fighting or well, they're, or, they're or, entrenched they're, yeah they're 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 all very much a, a lower level of yeah communication or a level yeah. a lower level of creativity and so yeah. there th- this lower level of creativity is bullets now they, they just want to shoot each other or kill each other you know um so so anyway i just think that in um in the same way in approaching design uh, it, it should be done from a very creative a very high uh open uh type of a, a viewpoint and that um yeah and you throw you throw an element up there and the element sticks there and then you throw another element there and then suddenly this first element is, has been changed just a bit. Mm-hmm. And that uh, and that you take this element away and suddenly this new element over here completely is not what you were thinking of anymore. So you got to put this element back. You know? Well, it's just sometimes when you... I think what you're really saying is when two sides of any issue are open to suggestions or compromise. I think if you're open to that, then you can really make some great progress and decisions and choices. You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626-797-1795 or contact Eric by email, eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E-R-I-C at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, toby at tobydodge.com. That's T-O-B-E-Y at tobydodge.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.